Hi everybody, welcome to episode five. Judge just showed me the number five, <laughs> uh, so I knew what it was. Uh, my name is Gemma, otherwise known as Filthy. And hi again everyone, my name is Judd, also known as Gorgeous, and welcome to Filthy, Filthy and Gorgeous. So the last episode we were talking about working together in the hotel and all the drama that happens from there. So what kind of um, drama from TV and films and everything else do you like to watch when you're at home? I tell you what, in the last sort of month or so I haven't really watched any television. Right, okay. Um, but when lockdown first hit I did sort of binge the entirety of Netflix. As you do. Not gonna lie. Um, and then I got Disney Plus and I streamed WandaVision like religiously. Didn't, okay, didn't yeah. miss it. And then Loki came on. I've watched the first two episodes of Loki mm -hmm. and it was alright but it wasn't like captivating. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was entertaining but it didn't have me hooked like WandaVision did. Didn't knock you know. your socks off. Yeah. But what I've been told is, like, episode three, four, five, and six are, like, mind-blowingly good. And it is just that the first two are a little bit setting the scene. It's a bit like a, like it's a slow burner, so yeah. you have to persevere with it. Yeah, so I feel like I should probably actually watch them. It's just because I'm so used to not watching television at the minute... Mm. It's like having the willpower to sit down and watch television... Which is mental, because before I used to happily watch telly, but picking up a book, I was like, oh, I'll do that later. And now I'm like, proper into my books, but not really watching a lot of telly. But one thing I will always have time for is an 80s action movie. <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, one, one in particular. <laughs> one oh, in particular. I am a diehard fan of Die Hard. <laughs> I love that film. We're going one, three, two. I've only watched. I've only watched the first one. Oh fuck off, Jad. How are you, my friend? I've only watched the first one, and it was extremely good. I loved it. I did watch it at Christmas time. You can watch it all year round. I know. I know. God damn it! I'm but you, but you've got, but you, <laughs> but you've got the. You've got. I think you've got to watch it at Christmas. It's just one of those. Maybe just though. one of those. I know you can watch it whenever, but you've got the tradition, and I'm very glad that I have, and I will happily watch it again. It's. We should do I, a Die Hard marathon. I am um, down for that. We'll watch it in order and go one, two, three, and we don't acknowledge any other films that claim to be Die Hards after three. Okay. They do not exist in my universe. No. Um, and then I'll put you on Lethal Weapon. I've not watched Lethal Weapon oh either. Oh my god! <laughs> what the hell? How? What? Right. What about Mad Max? I've, yeah, I've watched the first one. I've watched um, the second one, The Thunderdome. That's the third one. Is that the third one? Whoops. Um, <laughs> I think I definitely watched... There's only three. I think I might have watched... I think Did I've only watch watched um, Thunderdome, actually. Right, so the first one's a, like it was like an independent Australian movie vibe because obviously I don't know if it was an actual independent Australian movie, but it was filmed in Australia and it was I think it was like a low lower budget movie mm -hmm. and it was basically a post-apocalyptic world and Max is driving this car and it's a bit nothingy and I'm not really 
in for it. Yeah. But then two and three is like a more blockbuster, post-apocalyptic, shit's going down, absolutely amazing. Um, I did like the new Mad Max that came out, but I don't think, my personal opinion is, it shouldn't have been classified as a Mad Max movie. It should have been classified as like a movie in the Mad Max universe where Max right. appears, but he's not really the lead uh, character in it. Charlize Theron's character is like more of a lead than I would say Mad Max is in that yeah. film. So I think it should have been a film within the Mad Max universe without it being a Mad Max film. Right, okay, yeah. Um, Lethal Weapon is just a, another Mel Gibson classic. It is a, an amazing film. There's four of them. The fourth one is my favourite. Um, but we need to watch all of them because they are all as good as each other. And in three and four, the bad guy from Home Alone with the gold tooth. Yeah. He, Joe... What's Pesci. It? That's it. He is in three and four and I love him. I love him in that in those movies. He's great. Um, and yeah... Demolition Man, have you seen that? No. I, I, I don't, I, right, I'm giving you an 80s slash 90s action movie education. This is something that we have to do. It's no sound of music though, is it? <laughs> I played Liesl in the sound of music. There you go. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I played Liesl, that was great fun. Don't know why I said it in that accent. Great Great but yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, is that your vibe? I, I'm all down for musicals and everything. Don't I absolutely love them. It's one of my favourite things. Don't give me a scary film or anything. I will. don't like horror, don't like anything jumpy and everything. It just, it's not my cup of tea. I will happily sit down and watch any musical. I will... West Side Story like, fan? Yeah, I do like it. Um, I've only, only watched um, it. I think I've only watched it once. Mm. Um, I it's it's all right. Don't get me it's one it's quite a big one, but I've not. I wouldn't say like I would watch it again. I've I've watched it done. We yeah. move on. I like uh, musical wise things like Easter Parade. No, no, I've not seen that one. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. We we need to watch that. It's got um, Judy Garland. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um and. Oh, what's the name of the guy? Oh, he's like super famous from back in the day. And um, he was in high society, but he wasn't Frank Sinatra. He was the other guy, the ex-husband. And um, oh, it's it's such a good film. Like I rate that above um, Singing in the Rain one. Singing in the Rain? Singing in the Rain, yeah. I was, I was singing it's it. above that in my thing wow. High Society Easter Parade uh, is it Night in the City the one New York New York do, 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 do. oh gosh I've Gene Kelly uh, I, I think it's like a Night in the City or night, some, something like that but it's got yeah. the song New York, New York in it and it's about the sailors and they spend one night and they go up the Empire State Building and oh it's so good then Singing in the Rain Wow, okay. Yeah. So for, for me, it would be, oh gosh, um, Calamity Jane, <gasps> right at the top, oh, right at the top. Choice. That is one of my absolute favourites. Um, then it would be, um, 
oh gosh um sound of music mm-hmm. um maybe seven brides for seven brothers oh i didn't i didn't like okay mm, um oh gosh ever singing in the singing in the rain yeah i love singing in the rain um oh gosh what else um obviously greece don't don't oh, have yeah. i don't ha- i do not have time for greece too no no absolutely rubbish um <laughs> i don't i have it's no it's a bit t- like me with any further diehards do not exist there was only greece and nothing was ever done after that and no. we don't need to discuss anything like that like would you classify dirty dancing as a musical because there's dancing but they're not singing no but patrick swayze does sing a song doesn't he yeah but no i wouldn't no okay you just pass it as a dance film like a a step up or something yes oh yeah i wouldn't call it as a as a as a musical at all no i wouldn't um oh gosh um no, I think that would be it for like musical wise. I'm sure I can think of loads more once we once we finish. But Calamity Jane is my absolute like my absolute favourite. My um my um gran introduced me to loads of like the Howard Keel musicals, mm. like Annie Get Your Gun and everything else as well. That was absolutely fantastic. It's my favourite. Um, I could put that on all day. Yeah, I mean, I never clicked with Seven Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. It is it is a bit of a a long one, yeah. and to get to where the main action is is you have to wait a long time to yeah. get in it. But it's so worth it. My mum really likes Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. She was really shocked when I didn't. It's I it's, it's a bit of a funny one, especially with um with the main actress Jane Power when she said It's no, I don't have that warbling. It's just it's too much. <laughs> too much for me yeah what do, what kind of um films don't you like apart obviously we've touched like anything from die hard three onwards i know i like die hard but you don't three. like anything after so we do not discuss i don't like when there are sequels for the sake of money grabbing sequels like four or five <laughs> like we all know that Bruce Willis said, oh, well, you know, I had loads of scripts coming and I didn't do it for the money. I only did it because the script was actually worth it and I turned down other scripts. Both scripts were shite. Like, mm. like they just didn't follow the pattern of a diehard movie. They were good action movies, don't get me wrong. As an action movie, they were good. As a diehard movie and part of the diehard franchise, no thank you, not for it. A bit like the last Indiana Jones, like that did fit the franchise. It was just a bit naff. Um, yeah. You know the the bad guy, her accent kept changing throughout the film. What Kate Blanchett? Yeah, mm. the accent was a little bit ropey for me, and I didn't find her like in Thor Ragnarok. She was a good bad guy. Oh. But in Indiana Jones, I felt like she was a wishy-washy bad guy. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't think that's that. It and then the whole alien, sorry spoilers, the whole alien thing and whatnot, I was a bit like, okay, like, I'm a bit over, like, nah, mate, like, mm. It could have been, I think it could have been done a lot better. Yeah. Um, but as far as, as far as films go, I, I will, 
if it is on and I'm feeling in a kind of what the hell let's just watch it I will watch it but if there is something else on I will flick over yeah I think um, obviously we've mentioned Grease 2 waste of time um, I won't watch any horror movies that have supernatural bad guys and there's a reason for this a logical reason go on <laughs> I'm waiting tender hooks so in Scream and stuff the bad guy is a human. Yeah. And humans, it's a 50-50 chance if he's holding a knife, right? Like, you could stab him or hit him with something or whatever. Or he can hit and stab you and kill you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the odds are a little bit more even. Yeah. With a bloody ghost or spirit or... Di- How the fuck are you meant to kill it? Like, there's always some really obscure way of doing it, but you've got to find that out. And in the meantime try not to let this supernatural thing kill you and sometimes it's a case of you can't kill the supernatural thing and you've just got to try and run away and hope it never ever gets near you ever again and stuff like no way am i watching the ring no way am i watching some creepy girl crawl across the floor that's a demon <laughs> spirit from, from the back telly. and beyond like <laughs> hell if i see a well i am not putting my head down it you can fuck off like no 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I just don't like horror thing in general because I will think about it and I will get scared and I will I'll just be jumping at everything. The first time I watched um, Jeepers Creepers, <laughs> I will any kind of like dodgy looking van on the road or anything else, <laughs> I will literally I will break the speed limit. I will go past <laughs> it. I will do whatever I can to get away from it. I did not like it at all. I refuse to watch anything after that. Um, however, one movie that I did, did turn around for me was The Mummy, the um, first one from '99. Um, yeah, but they're not horrors. No, no. To a point, I was like very little uh, when I first. I was probably about like nine or ten right. when I first watched it, and the thought of it just scared me to the point I locked all my windows. I, lo- I locked oh, my door. God. I blocked the keyholes because the mummy could get through with sand. I. I was awful. It was ridiculous. Thank but now God. I know, I know. Where is me? But um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. Carry on. But um, now I now I watch it. Now I will happily watch it all day. It's one of my um, like favorite kind of films um, to watch. I will watch it at one, two o'clock in the morning. I will watch. I could watch it all day. Yeah, there's there's Darkness Falls. That was like I think it's like a twelve A or something. And the premise of the film sounds really stupid. It's about a killer tooth fairy that can only get you when you're in darkness because they were horrifically burnt and they can't go in the light. But it's like a suspense thriller thing. And although if I watched it now as an uh, as an adult, I probably wouldn't find it that scary. And it has Anya from Buffy in it and she plays like the lead female role in it. And... Um, like yeah, if I watched it now, I probably wouldn't be scared. But I'm too scared to watch it because in my mind, I've built it up into something huge. Yeah. A bit like how I've never watched No White since from when I was a child, because in my brain, the scene where the Wicked Queen turns into the old hag is horrific. It well, is Snow White. Yeah, I haven't seen it since I was a child because <sighs> in my head, I've built it up into this really huge thing, and I just I can't watch it. I just can't watch it. Mm. Like I don't want to watch that scene. It's 
ter- the idea of what you making me sit down and watch that scene terrifies me. And I know it's a Disney film and it won't actually be that scary if I watched it. Mm, yeah. But, but in my head, it's horrific. Going now, going on to Disney, you've now touched my ballpark. <laughs> uh, no innuendo. I just want to put it out there. I am a massive stan of Disney. I love Disney. I, it's incredible. I have all the time in the world for it. My favourite Disney film is Sleeping Beauty, yeah. and my favourite and my favourite villain is Maleficent. Don't you can try and correct me and try and you can try and change my mind. I will not. I absolutely love it. It's one of my favourites. When I saw, we went to Disneyland Paris for my birthday um, a few years ago and we got to see the parade where they did all the flows. I knew I was on the verge of tears when I saw Princess Aurora coming past and we had eye contact as well. And it was just, it made my life. I absolutely loved it. But stupid thing was I could have seen her the day beforehand, but it was raining. So we went into the other park and I could have sawn it, but no, Ariel turned up and I was like, no, I don't want to see you. I want to see Aurora. Oh no, she was yesterday. So I went back to the hotel. Oh no. And I was in a bad mood because my shoes were wet. Oh no, no, no. Issues. Out of all the Disney princesses. Yeah. Growing up, I hated the princess films in general. And I've told you my reason for this as a child. I was always told if you don't like some something or the way somebody's been mean to you, walk away, right? Yeah. So I was like, well, if Cinderella doesn't like the way our family's treating her, why doesn't why doesn't she just leave? If Belle doesn't like the way the Beast is treating her, why doesn't she just leave? Like she does leave, but then she goes back and looks after him. Kind of. I was a lot more alright with Belle, but Snow White, Cinderella, like I didn't get it. With Sleeping Beauty, I was like, that's not her fault. Like she was just like. You she know, was doomed from the beginning. Yeah, she had no choice. Like she pricked her finger and fell asleep, man. Once, once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. I relate. <laughs> if I'm asleep, I ain't waking up for anything. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, you don't need to. You don't. You, 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 you don't need to get something to prick you though to get to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> no, I don't. But I, I relate. Once you're asleep, you're asleep. I get it. And, and Belle I kind of got you know she did leave she didn't like the way the beast was talking to her she stormed off and then the beast got hurt protecting her and then she went back to look after him I kind of get that but Cinderella what oh just ugh. take your little mice in your little pockets and naff off and go work for someone else that's gonna actually be decent to you don't sit and moan or whatever and Snow White oh you're, you're a princess what's in a towel oh dear like just leave I don't think they had a choice really everyone has a choice I know everyone has a choice but this is Disney leave under you don't... the cover of darkness yeah but as a child you don't think like that so no. I didn't relate to it I was just like if you don't like something leave I didn't relate to the fact that it was a Disney movie and that had to happen for the plot yeah very true You go, if you're thinking literally yeah then you'll be like as oh, a child you off. don't yeah as a child you don't think oh that's part that has to happen for the plot you just think why are they doing that yeah just tell whoever it is to swivel and fuck off yeah grab your bags and off you go yeah very true completely understand oh I've got a little bit of trivia for you oh for Disney uh huh okay um which three Disney princesses wear gloves and why 
Uh, Elsa, because she's got a... No, she's a queen, not a princess. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Snow White wears the... No, no, Cinderella wears them in the ball gown, doesn't yeah. she? One. She does, as the ball yeah. gown. Um, what are, oh, the frog and the... The princess and the Tiana. frog. Tiana. Tiana, yeah. she wears them. Not that I've seen it. It's that one. Um, who is it? An old, a retro one. It's a retro one. Is it Belle when yep. she wears it with the ball gown? Yeah. So there's your three. There's they three. They all wear them with ball gowns. It's not because of that. Uh, Do you want to know the reason? Yes. Because they worked. To all hide three of them worked because they because they have obviously worked hands. Every other one hasn't worked, and they all obviously like do what they need to but Cinderella obviously like worked in the house that she was in Tiana was they were all hard working and so they, they all did rough, work gabby hands so I don't think that gloves. was I don't think that's a particular reason but apparently that's the reason why but they also all wear them with their ball gowns yeah and I think gloves and ball gowns is like traditional dress as well isn't it yeah very true It'd be interesting to see in Cinderella if the ugly sisters wear gloves with their ball gowns. I don't think they did. Because if they don't, then that confirms your theory. Let us know. Let us know in the comments <laughs> below Send if they did. Send a postcard. Write your answers in on a postcard. We're waiting. <laughs> that's really interesting, though. Yeah, that's very, very I mean, true. I don't really... I, I mean, I'm, I'm helping out in a nursery at the minute. So, like, the kids, I have heard the Moana soundtrack so much that if I hear the rock sing one more time, I'm going to smash something. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Literally. Like, and then, oh, it drives me bananas. But the kids are talking about all these Disney films that I don't even know. And they're like, have you seen this? Have you? And I'm like, no. Bring me back Robin Hood when he was a fox, because his voice, hello. He oh. has, the Robin Hood, I don't know who voiced Robin Hood the fox, but his voice is velvet. Oh, absolutely. It, that's, as that, I've, I completely forgot about Robin, Robin Hood. That was a very good film. We would watch, oh, me, and my, me and my sister, we would watch that a lot. Yeah, my mum and dad came up with a code name for it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> Oodalali. Oh yeah. So How like, did you not get that from that? Well, because you're little, you're like three, four, five, six. You don't so like yes, they say it a lot in the film, but you don't necessarily realise that it's the code name for the film. Do you know what I mean? No, you would sing along or whatever, but you wouldn't associate. They say oodalali a lot in, instead of swear words, and is an exclamation of. It was weird because I rewatched it as an adult. I've watched it a few times during lockdown, um, and they say it is like. Rejoicement, like oh amazing, and they go oodalali, and then they say it instead of swear words because it's Disney. Yeah, of course. So then they go oodalali, um, and then you got oodalali. Hey, that one. Yeah. So they put in songs as well, um, but yeah, I know ne I never clocked, and I like Jungle Book. Who doesn't love a bit of Baloo? Oh, I love a bit of Baloo. I had um I bought Baloo the teddy bear from the Disney store. Uh, he's just a joyful bear, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's, he's fantastic. I think the same voice did um the bear, the in, bear Robin Hood. in Robin Hood. Yeah. yeah. Is it Little John? Yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah. They they did a lot of um 
obviously voiceovers and also it's a weird thing if you if you watch certain um films they use the same um like sequences like dancing and everything you can notice the same sequence in like um at the end of sleeping beauty when um aurora and philip are dancing in another film they'll use that type of sequence with different yeah. characters but you can notice it's exactly the same and they've done the same in um i think um winnie the pooh and um, jungle book i think yeah jungle book and robin hood have the same when they are when baloo and little john are in the pond and the river and they're like floating on their backs it's exactly the same except for uh little john has a top and a hat on yes but baloo doesn't it's weird how they how they do that obviously it's to probably to cut costs and everything you and don't really think time, about because they were hand drawing every single frame it's fantastic how they've done that yeah. it really is it's hats off to them really um what kind of um not what kind of um if you could meet anybody from film if you could who would you who would you meet oh that's such a big question isn't it mm. they do say never meet your idols it's very true i mean i don't idolize celebrities but you know it's like i heard like you never the thing is you hear stories that someone's told a story that someone's told a story or someone read a story online and they've told you about this so like someone said to me that bruce willis actually isn't that polite or doesn't really have time for his fans it could just be that it was one bad interaction and that's gone viral do you know what i mean yeah and he could have a load of time for fans i personally don't want to find out either way no do you know what i mean i'd rather just in my head be like john mcclain is such a good character and he portrayed it really well and sylvester stallone kicks ass in all his movies and john claude van damme has an amazing bum and i don't need to like see him and talk to him in person to know whether he's amazing or not you've be seen it that's that's it yeah. you've got the illusion you don't want to break it yeah i think sometimes it ru if you meet someone and talk to them it can ruin like the work that they've done because i know there's always this conversation like if an art like kevin spacey is now you know people don't talk about him he's not going to be cast in films because of apparently he's returning to acting oh really yeah because of yeah like all the speculation and stuff that's going on mm -hmm. like you know is it that's a ver that's a very interesting topic but I do you know think. what i mean i i, f I feel like y you've got to separate the artist from the work but at the same time if you meet someone and they're crappy is that going to change your whole perception of them yeah um maybe but i think sometimes you're you could be just loyal to them and you, you won't let it like affect you because you have all of your fond memories and everything of that person in films and everything so you can just stick to that and then you you know that you've done it you, they're obviously nice or not or whatever and then you can just live you out live out your fantasy at home yeah i would love to meet um julie andrews i bet she's amazing i really want to i think she's just absolutely fantastic i'd absolutely i'd love to and just just to have like a conversation with her and just 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 to hear her speak she's so eloquent eloquent and she's uh, so typically english british whatever and 
just to have a conversation with her about her life and everything else would just be incredible and that would that would be absolutely fantastic i would love to um see her um i th i really have no idea um oh a bit of a contest i would actually also like to um see i'd actually like to meet paris hilton oh why is that because um obviously watched her um shows and everything beforehand when um, when i was growing up and obviously when she then released all her music absolutely love her um songs and everything i think she's very talented and what she's doing now with a lot of um like with charities and everything that she's doing now she's a dj now isn't yeah, she? yeah she's a dj also she flies around the world doing everything so i think she's reinvented herself really really well and i would like to obviously meet her and discuss things and just get her take on what how she views the world and how she's been treated and how she's coped with it i think would be a really interesting thing to do oh yeah definitely i'd obviously love it i think it'd be fantastic it did surprise me i, I wouldn't have thought of you as a paris hilton fan but oh yeah honestly get um when paris hilton comes on on my um spotify list when i'm in the car i will belt it out <laughs> don't get me wrong and i don't care whoever's listening i fantastic i always imagine if you went for an interview at hilton hotels whether if you'd have to have some kind of do a quiz on paris hilton or maybe like you do imagine? you know do you know her songs and if you do can you please sing an expert an excerpt from it yeah, I, I doubt that the Hiltons have anything to do, or very little to do with it now. It's probably a big board, isn't it? Maybe. Big board of... You never know. Businessmen. You never know. You never know. But that's what I would assume. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I think we'll leave it there, I think, today. Yeah, it's been a nice little inf information, and uh, I've realised you know absolutely nothing about action films and need an education. Well, I've watched. Well, I've watched one, and you know what some people say: once you've seen one, you've seen them all. <gasps> but, hush your guns! But hush my guns! But I will, I will s submit. I will watch it, and I will be educated, and I'm more than happy to do so. Yeah, I'll start you with Universal Soldier because always there's a bit actor in that that you're gonna like. And on that note, <laughs> we'll end it there. So it's goodbye from her, and it's goodbye from him. Bye! Bye.